it's your boy dreams from the notorious mass effect whether you're a gamer anime fan or pop culture aficionado loot crate's got you covered founded in 2012 loot crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes loot crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment gaming sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions in its first five years loot crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe no matter what you geek about loot crate has a subscription box for you exclusive collectibles apparel and gear delivered to your door so why wait subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. Slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 61, we're going to be getting into Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack skate, Isaiah Rashad, the house is burning, Madden NFL 22, and ending with, and we're going to end with, Billie Eilish, happier than ever. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep on my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that we got the intro out of the way, let's switch it up and get into the intro, which is... Well, which is the first segment of the pod, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, the legendary group, aka Silk Sonic, and their new single, Skate. couldn't tell i don't really know how to give this enough praise without coming across as like a stand or an unbiased opinion so what i'm going to try to do is give constructive criticism along 
with the high praise I'm finna give this group because that track was amazing. Leave the Door Open was amazing. And honestly, this may be the best album of 2021. So, starting with that, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, of course, is, have formed, have done the little Dragon Ball Z. I forget what that's called. You, when they both the, they do the little fusion dance or whatever, and then they combine. Well, anyways, they combined and then turned into Silk Sonic, which sounds like a new Sonic game, but it's actually a music group that contains the likes of the legendary Bruno Mars and then the up-and-coming legend Anderson Pack. So the whole thing that they're going with this whole rollout, it's like a 70s throwback type album and why people will want to go into the past will only make sense if it's because of music, but as far as actually being in the past, with them being, you know, um, basically Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack probably wouldn't only want to go back to the past. Well, probably will only want to go back to the past just to listen to the music. But you can do that in today's time. So let's stay in current times because it's slowly increasing and getting better. I don't know if I was able to break that down for people who didn't understand what I was talking about. Anyways, Silk Sonic is a great group right now putting out great music fantastic music i don't know if it's a cheat code because they're using a lot of sample not a lot but they're using samples in a way that kind of hints to the to them honoring the late 70s music but at the same time it's it's very i'm not gonna say modern because you don't hear music like this often this is the type of music that you would play around either your parents grandparents at a cookout or just at a place that a live festival, like I, 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 this whole album live, I believe would just be amazing. Like them just singing, cause there's enough breaks, you know, with rapping sometimes rappers punch in, punch out. So when they live perform, they can't rap the whole verse because it's not the same. Like you can't have the same breath control that with the, you, basically you can't compete with a punch in, punch out with breath control. Like it's, it's, almost impossible with singers is more of a it, I, I feel like it's harder to punch in punch out i mean I, i'm pretty sure they do but as far as singing like cutting your voice off mid and then coming back in like i think that'll be even harder but with bruno mars and anderson pack they've accomplished not only leave the door open which was a huge single and a huge hit but they also accomplished this new single out called Skate. Now, if you watch the video, the video has a lot of women, more of the African-American descent. Hopefully I said that right. But only like a lot of um, black women skating around, dancing, things of that nature. While Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars played in instruments because that's one of the things that they're highlighting more than anything else that they can play instruments <laughs> which is not crazy i mean it's, i don't mean like the laughing like a derogatory way it's more of like a showing other artists that were on a different level which listening to these two tracks i believe they're definitely on a different level because with this type of music i feel like it's long it's a longevity and a legacy play because with them dropping this album i believe they're gonna get a whole lot of grammys for a whole lot of nominations and definitely win some if not if i believe this album will win if not they're definitely winning a grammy like i'm already that i guess i don't know if that's a hot take or not but um silk sonic is definitely winning a grammy i just don't know how many they're gonna win for this album like this album is I, this album's gonna be amazing honestly so i know i'm supposed to sprinkle sprinkle in a, a some um some constructive criticism but i can't really i know i was listening to the joe budden podcast i know he said it kind of sounds too perfect but that's not really that's like a that's like a lazy take honestly like when you ever think of something that's too perfect it's just like man look at lebron like he's really just too perfect like why doesn't he just stop performing at a high level like it's just like you, you kind of run out of things to critique him about and so saying that they're too perfect or they're too good is just a lazy take so as far as like what my criticism would be is the time that it's taking them to put out the time that it's taking to put out this album. 
I don't know if it's a label or if it's them or if the album's done or if it's not done, but the way that they put out Leave the Door Open and they were doing all type of press made it seem like they was gonna put the album out like a week or two after, at the latest a month after. Like they was doing a rollout plan for the album and then we just stopped hearing from them. Now they can't, they've come back with a new single skate and it's just like how will we be able to know when the al album is coming out when they just drop a single and disappear like are they going to turn into the kendrick lamar of r&b like i just don't understand where they're going with this rollout this rollout is kind of spontaneous in the ways that they come out but it's still great at the same time but that is my constructive criticism the way that they're rolling out the well the way that the rollout plan is his forming or taking shape for this album is very unorthodox in the way that you try to gain more audiences to come out and listen to your product is to kind of stretch out the rollout but at the same time like in the middle of skate and leave the door open i mean i think they did do a live performance for some big talk show but after that they just went completely dark no social media interaction or anything unless i'm just not following up or unless i just don't follow them but i believe like the best way for them to do it is to stay in the eye of the public in some way just some shape or form but they've chosen to just disappear completely whenever they drop these singles so hopefully they don't disappear again and hopefully this means that the album is coming soon but that's my slight criticism and that's not really like i feel like it's not even a critique but then you know i had to find something because for me when i listen to this it's like how like i don't know the amount of there's not there's a way that i'm trying to give this the most amount of praise possible without coming across as a stand because i'm not really the biggest bruno mars or anderson pack fan but listening to this you it's like undeniably great music like it's just you listen to it and it's just like these dudes are different like these guys are making completely different music than anybody else it kind of reminded me of when the when i first heard the weekend and not saying that these artists are on the weekend's level i don't really i feel like the weekend's one of the greatest artists ever but as far as well one of the vocal one of the greatest vocal artists ever but as far as like overall package bruno mars is definitely up there i don't know about anderson pack i know he's talented but i don't really know the overall package um but as far as the rollout and everything it's just like this album seems like it's gonna be the greatest thing ever like this album is going to be amazing, honestly. I feel like it will be on repeat for me just because I like the vibe that it brings. It's very positive. The videos are just a lot of dancing, happy-go-lucky type vibe. And the type of atmosphere that I think they was looking for would have been best for the summer, would have been best fitted for the summer. But the summer is quickly ending, and they have no like track. Like They're not going to put out this album anytime soon i don't think so that's kind of disappointing but at the same time i feel like when this album will come out i feel like it's definitely going to get one grammy i don't know how many more grammys it would get but these are artists where they are getting acknowledged on the highest level for put for coming together and putting this out and i just can't wait to see how it sounds like as a complete body of work so this is on my radar as a contention for album of the year. Currently, as we speak, the top album I believe that came out is from, even though some people say I'm a huge hater of them, I'm really not, you know, I just like to critique people. unlike, you know what I mean? Just critique them and take the good with the bad. And people like to take the, take the good and, and just disregard the bad. But Jermaine Cole, I believe has, the best album uh, album of 2021 right now with the off season. I feel like it's a what, is it called the off season? Yeah, okay, because it was originally called the fall off. That's a whole nother topic. But I feel like J Cole has it right now with the off season. And but Drake's about to drop. Kanye's about to drop. If this drops, I mean, it could easily go to like four or five. But it just depends on how those albums sound. But right now, I feel like Jermaine Cole has the best album of the year. Which may be surprising for some people who think I, you know, just dedicate my life to, to hating on J. Cole. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. But anyways, um, I actually have another snippet for that for this track. I don't have any more to say about Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. They're amazing. The group is amazing. 
I think the album's gonna be phenomenal. Probably one of the best albums of the year. And I feel like it's definitely getting a Grammy. I feel like that's a definite because Grammys are more politics. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars are more Grammy type artists than other artists. And when I say about that, more of a cookie cutter image. Unlike the baby, the baby's not winning a Grammy ever. I mean, he killed somebody literally, allegedly. I don't know. It's it's on record, off record. I forgot. Um, yeah, you didn't hear that part from me. But <laughs> but yeah, um, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, they're definitely getting a Grammy for this album, and I just can't wait for it. The entire body of work. But let me stop repeating myself and let me play the snippet of "Skate" by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. that's a short snippet i wanted to play just so you can hear the greatness coming through your ears you know and just because like i kind of want you to listen to the whole track it's more of an experience it's hard to get one specific you can't really get the whole essence of the song in, in just a snippet with this track there's a lot of different layers on top of layers and anderson pack goes bruno mars goes and as you heard in that little snippet they kind of in that verse they they play off of each other the chorus is amazing. Everything's amazing. This group is fantastic. Like, that's phenomenal. <laughs> that if I, if I had to wrap this whole segment up in one word, I would say phenomenal. So, as far as um, the future, the future of the album, I don't, I don't know when this is coming out. <laughs> so that's just that's the only critique I have for it. But I mean, it kind of is a big critique because we don't know. But anyways, phenomenal. Click my link here in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars's Skate? And when do you think that the album is gonna come out? Now we can get now we can switch it up and get into a TDE artist, Isaiah Rashad, with his latest effort on the album called The House Is Burning. Hey, can you come to Henry's after you done? All right, visual. I got a jam. that was Kendrick Lamar you would be sadly mistaken as this is Isaiah Rashad an artist under the TDE umbrella and he has put out his long, a long awaited album from his fans called The House Is Burning now with this album for people who don't really know Isaiah Rashad is somebody who's been in the TDE and which, which is Top Dog Entertainment I keep saying TDE I forget people don't really know what that means uh top dog entertainment is td is the label that kendrick is on is it kendrick i think kendrick's on that label because punch td punch owns it and kendrick is like the biggest player on that out on that uh label of course they're signed to another bigger record label but i have to pull that up to actually look at it actually let me look at that right now um warner warner records warner records so kind of warner bros warner records is that the same thing i don't know anyways isaiah rashad under the td umbrella umbrella decided to put out his long awaited album he's one of those that don't really drop you know just very uh td-esque you know i guess in the contract it says once you drop an album you got to go missing for at least three years but um anyways the actual music is very very kendrick-esque the way that the beats are formed is like this whole album was formed formed by k dot well let me stop using nicknames 
by Kendrick Lamar throwaway beats. Like, I feel like this whole album was just made in a whole pack of Kendrick Lamar throwaway beats. Like, it, it's not its own sound. It's very much a Kendrick Lamar type sound, but like an off-brand, like an off-brand version. I'm not trying to be like disrespectful. The way that it comes off is kind of disrespectful, but at the same time, it, you can't really deny what you're what you're hearing. And what I hear is a Section 80 wannabe, and that's not something that a new artist should be striving for, especially being on the same label as them. Like you could try anything and you're trying something that your top artist is already doing at a high level like already executed in a high on the highest level possible but anyways so actually getting to the actual album what i thought about it i thought it was solid the first half i felt like it was going to be good like great but then getting to the second half is more of the slow beats kendrick lamar throwaway type beats <laughs> and then um um, he had Black and Scissor on on one of the tracks. I really like that because of Black. I mean, Black is just phenomenal as an artist. Like he's one of the greatest on TDE, honestly. And as far as the rapping, the rapping was solid. It wasn't nothing too crazy. Um, something like I don't understand the way that he was. Like it was very Kendrick. It was very Kendrick inspired, which is. Maybe be it may be one of the reasons that he was entered or he was brought into TD, but like he literally sounds like a great value version of Kendrick Lamar. Like it's night, it's like night and day the way they sound, but you could tell the similarities and the inspiration came straight from Kendrick. And just like Kendrick, his ability to make choruses is very subpar, if not mediocre. And the best way that I can describe this is the track list. Looking at the track list, most of these chorus is the same. I, I, the worst thing, I I don't I don't want to use the word hate. I strongly dislike when artists use three words to make a chorus. I think it's the most simplest, laziest, and lowest IQ way of making a chorus ever. Like. Um, the, the most popular example from that is when Jermaine Cole made the track ATM and the whole chorus was just counted up like that was just I, I think that's the laziest thing ever I think that's like one of the worst ways to ever make a chorus like just repeating that over and over and people attribute that to the Migos and say like well if it works for the Migos why can't it work for me the, the difference is with the Migos they're not trying to be lyricists they're very much swag rapping and if Isaiah Rashad wants to be a swag rapper, then that's different. But if he wants to be a lyricist, a lyricist on TDE, those type of choruses where he's saying three words over and over, it's just not gonna work. It's just, and then you can't come back trying to rap. Like it's gonna be like, are we swag rapping or are you trying to be a lyricist? You can't really be both. It's like trying to be Kendrick and Migos at the same time. It's like if me, it's it's like if you try to do Migos on the hook and Kendrick on the verse. You there's two different cadences, two different swags, and at the same time, if you try to mix them, it's just not gonna work. And that's kind of I feel like why Isaiah Rashad, the way that he puts these tracks together. He needs somebody to either make the choruses for him or either just keep rapping nonstop, <laughs> which is literally impossible for some artists. Not saying for him, but for most artists. So for the actual album, getting into Dark Side is track number one. I thought the album was a great intro into the track or into the album. Really set the tone for everything. Track number two from The Garden featuring Little Uzi Vert, Uzi himself. I thought the track was great. Um, I keep throwing around the word great. I think it was good. I have to listen to it. You know, it just it just came out like Thursday midnight. So Friday, is, it's been out for like three days, three or four days. But um, I feel like this track is, is more of the... Let's throw a feature on it because I feel like this needs something more. And kind of goes back to my chorus point. He's not the best at making choruses. Which is something that was very apparent in this whole album. I was listening to it. I was just like, yeah, this man doesn't really know how to make a chorus. And <laughs> But the way that he put it together with Lil Uzi Vert, I think made this the standout of the album. So 
I th this is the first snippet that I have from the album out of three like I do for every album so here is from the garden with Isaiah Rashad featuring little Uzi Vert Came out bustin', came out puffin', came out on your cousin. I do all these bruises, worse than they daddy. But you love her, you in trouble. I'm the same, I'm gon' bother to a setting. That's your busy, it ain't. I went shopping, left it running. Check my honeys, check my onion. We watch cable and my auntie, cause my papa wasn't trapping. But my uncle, but the certain Mr. Magic, Billy Bashin, Mr. Magic, Billy Bashin. Miss me with that local hate on the I'm not surprised, I'm on the rise, been a little ride, red is my eyes, spam it a lot, just hold it down, all I require, just hold it down, they gon' talk you when we on the round, be hating when feet on the ground, got the little jet with the beat on the couch, on the me and on the mouth, came out buzzing, 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 wait, Chanel on my feet, yeah that's full. So yeah, Uzi definitely added a much needed change in direction on that track, which made it really a very good track and a standout in my opinion. Track number three, R.I.P. Young. I feel like this was another standout on the album, which made me feel like this was finna be a great album and from Isaiah Rashad. And this, I just like the way that he carried this whole track. Like I feel like he himself carried this whole track. I look at the whole album, I see nothing but features. And it's just like, are you a new artist or are you trying, like, are you a new artist or are you established? Like, I don't understand what type of features that he has on this album. He, he has features from Lil Uzi Vert to For The Vocals. So, um, no, that's not even, that's not even right. That's another title. My bad. That, that's correction. That's, that's wrong. He has features from Lil Uzi Vert to Cal Banks. And no disrespect to Cal Banks, but... It, there's a reason why people put certain level of artists on the album because it shows where they are at compared to their peers, you know? And the way that he, he has his features set up, it's just like, where are you? Like, where is your mind space? Are you with your peers or not? Like, are you an up-and-coming artist or are you established? It's very confusing. And then hopefully that snippet I played kind of shine more light on my point about him either trying about him trying to rap like the Migos and Kendrick Lamar like it's like either pick one or the other because mixing them both doesn't work either you're a lyricist or you're a swag rapper it's hard to be both um so yeah R.P. Young is a standout on the album in my opinion and so I'm gonna play the second snippet at the three right now this is R.P. Young from Isaiah Rashad Big shot. I ain't trippin', I don't wanna lose count Talkin' my shit, it was just us Get up, drive, hop in my ride Pack me that Dutch On the west side, on the 110 Swingin' my nigga let's grill, nigga let's spill Spend a few crumbs Pop, smoke, pop, pop Chillin', don't pop too much Spaceships, fake, go Kanye Young, don't stay too long Big truck, big wheel, big rock Them probably hate my guts so yeah that was a quick snippet from r.i.p young that was one of the, my favorite tracks off of the whole album and then we can get into track number four now i felt very hoodwinked bamboozled just took in taking astray took in astray led astray hoodwinked i think i already used that word What other word can I use? I was very, um, 
yeah that's all i have I, I can't think of any more words i have to pull up a thesaurus like eminem does when he's putting together his verses but um <laughs> track number four lay with with you featuring duke deuce i thought this was a drake uh uh not drake and drake is nowhere on this album um i thought this was a great track because i felt like i believe this was a single for his album i, I think he uses as a single but that's good that he knows what tracks are better than the other ones because this is one of the, the bigger standouts that i believe like i don't think it's the best track on the album but at the same time it's definitely top three <laughs> like he definitely knows how to pick picks his pick his singles which almost tells me he knows that the rest of his tracks off this album was kind of mediocre because he came off swinging little uzi vert from the garden r.i.p young which was a banger lay with you which was duke deuce and he has some track with me though like it's just like i feel like it was just an evident fall off and it was just i was very uh i was tricked that was another word i could use tricked i was it was disguised i don't know what else i was i was uh I'm not gonna say hurt from this album, but it's just like, why do people hype up these artists to put out this? I don't know. I don't get it. Anyways, Lay Witcher featuring Duke Deuce. This is a this is a standout for me on the album. So here's a snippet right now. so yeah that's uh i'm at the call, start calling this man quavo lamar or something like that because he, he cannot pick a flow like either he's swag rapping or he's being the lyricist or he's trying to mix the two like it's just very 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 confusing and honestly I don't even want to get into the rest of this album this album is really not that like it's not that good like i just don't <laughs> i don't know what else to say like the only track i would have played was the score featuring black and scissor but only for black and scissors verse and i don't even want there like i don't even want to play there like like i, I feel like they should have they should have kept their feature but i know that they're all on the same label so like isaiah rashad as you ask you for a verse and it's just like i mean you might as well give it to him or you're gonna have forever beef on, with somebody on your same same label i mean shout out to little baby versus D'Amigos. but um yeah i don't feel like getting to the rest of this album this album's not that good um isaiah rashad i feel like is overhyped the people who hype him up i don't know what it is about it but um he, he's he's what, what was that meme he's not that guy <laughs> The way he puts out music, you would think he was that guy, but he's not that guy. Like, there's no reason he should be disappearing for five years and come back with something like this. It's just honestly unacceptable. Like the way I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's sad, sad. Honestly, like, what is TDE doing? Where's Kendrick? That that beg, like that is something I could talk about. Where's Kendrick? Where's Kendrick Lamar? Like he's just he's just never gonna talk to us again. He's never gonna talk to his fans again. Never gonna just speak on like like at this point you would think the man. I even wanna say it. I'm I'm gonna say it in PG terms. You would think the man just wasn't with us anymore. If you know what I'm trying to hint at. Like you would just think you know what I mean. Like he just wasn't with us anymore. Like that's the way that he just he, he doesn't. It, like he doesn't pop out doesn't you know he d doesn't tweet he's just he's just gone he doesn't doesn't do any brand deals he doesn't come up on no doseki commercials or or adidas or under armor saying use over checks or something like that like drake has checks over stripes he could come out saying you over checks i don't know kendrick lamar is just very just vacant in the hip-hop space and we don't need him but at the same time it's just like he is one of the best rappers to ever do it, so it's just, I feel like it's, I mean, is he pulling a Michael Jordan? Is he just retiring and just, 
just quitting in the middle of his prime. Like I just, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, Isaiah Rashad, that's just, that's not it. Um, that's all I have. That that album's not it. The house is burning. Is really just the whole album was burning. Let's just say that whoever was producing it, he was burning down every single quality track that he may have, might have made because. Isaiah Rashad obviously thought the album was trash because he called it The House Is Burning because he was just like, man, I just can't make anything anymore. So anyways, um, click my link to in my bio, bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of The House Is Burning? And personally, what do you find that Isaiah Rashad does exceptionally well? Hopefully that was a confusing question. I don't think so. So anyways... We're going to move on, go to the next segment, Madden NFL 22, and we're going to get into some ratings and some news. Okay, getting into Madden 22, Madden NFL 22. Most of the people I talk to that play these games say that the game is is kind of like 2K, but a little bit worse because it literally doesn't change from 1 to 2. Like, it doesn't change at all. Like, at least 2K tries some things, and then the community gets mad, and then they put out a patch that ruins the whole game. Madden, they just literally copy, paste, add a, you know what I mean, plus 1, Madden 22. You know what I mean? It didn't, and then you just, you buy the game, and you keep playing it. So, the biggest thing to talk about as far as Madden is not the gameplay, because from what people say, I mean, it's just the same. I mean, might as well just play Madden 18. It's got to be the same gameplay. But as far as the rating... That's the biggest thing that people get into because for the most part, I mean, Madden gets it right for the most part with the ratings. I mean, it's the same with 2K. I mean, there's no ratings that you really look at. It's just like, wow, they got that. They got that like embarrassingly, like embarrassingly, embarrassingly. Mm -mm, that's not it. Um, They got it wrong. <laughs> so as far as the ratings, they had the 99 club came out. Which is a huge club to be in because I guess they go back in the past and compare them to the greats of all time. And like, you know, they they compare stats and then they be like, well, is this man on that level? And then that's how you get into the 99 club. Like, it's not just who you're playing with currently. It's like past people. So, like, if they, if they I would, I think it would be so funny if they just thought all the QBs in the league was just trash and they had them all like blow a 94 like i think i think that would be like so hilarious like the best qb would be like a 94 be like we feel like all the all are trash compared to tom brady but anyways so um the 99 club of course the patrick mahomes qb from kansas city chiefs you know the goat himself i mean literally one of the greatest people to ever even throw a football like it's literally crazy how he just came to the game and changed everything like he's just one of those cheat codes that's just Literally like the Steph Curry of NFL. He just came in, won a bunch of, well, not a bunch of rings, but a bunch of accomplish, accomplishments as soon as he got in. It was just very crazy. Out of, out of nowhere. It was just Patrick Mahomes, best player. Like, it was just, it felt very random. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, one of those guys who's very um, braggadocious, but can back it up, which is what people really like when it comes to CBs because Richard Sherman, there's other people I forget. Was it Crabtree? No, that was the guy he was talking about. That was the wide receiver that he said was trash. But um, Jalen Ramsey, I mean, he he talks a big game and definitely backs it up. I mean, he was even talking smack to what was they what, what they call him? They didn't call him Megatron. They called him something else. Who is that guy from the Seahawks? Like a huge. It's not like y'all definitely can't give me an answer because there's no feedback. But um, Metcalf. I think that was his name. What do they call him? Do they call him Megatron? I don't know. I think that was somebody else. But Metcalf, who is like, you look at him and you think he's about to be in a UFC fight or something like that. Like, he's very just, he's like a, he's, he's, he looks like he was drawn in like a comic book and they just took him out and put him in real life. Like, that's how DK Metcalf looks. And Jalen Ramsey was talking smack to him, saying like he can't run. Basically, the NBA equivalent, I would say, is like Jalen Ramsey being James Harden. And DK Metcalf being Giannis. Like, Jalen Ramsey basically said he has no skill. He's just more athletic than everybody. And he kind of exposed him. So, that was very interesting to see. Um, so, he's in 99. Travis Kelsey. A tight end. Also on the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's you know how good the Kansas City Chiefs are. And let's you, you know how good the Buccaneers are to beat them in the Super Bowl. With them having two 99 players on their team. 
I know it's just a video game, but like I said, Madden usually gets hits the nail on the head when it comes to these ratings because they really deep dive into the stats. I mean, who has time to look at all the stats that goes into the NFL game? Like, literally, there's so many, which is why I love watching football because it's just like so many different things that can happen. There's literally something that can happen, and then I'll have no idea I have to ask somebody. Like, I like when that stuff happens. Other than like NBA, it's like, oh, so and so got triple double. I kind of knew that, you know, it's like nothing was surprising. Um, but NFL is different. So many different moving parts. Travis Kelsey, another Kansas City Chief, 99 overall, tight end. So, uh, what else? Aaron Donald, defensive end. So, he had a 99 overall. He's just great. I don't really know what to say about him. He's just overall great. They say he's like one of the best defensive ends like ever. So, I don't even know how to speak on him. Like, he's just a legend. Devontae Adams, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Didn't they say, like, Aaron Rodgers had no help? Like, didn't they try to push that whole narrative? Like, he's like LeBron. He just carries sorry teams to the Super Bowl. Isn't that what they was trying to say about Aaron Rodgers? Why is there a wide receiver with 99 overall if that's the case? Like, obviously, he has help if he if there's a 99 wide receiver. Like, I would, I don't know, whatever. I mean, you, you would think that Aaron Rodgers definitely helps out the Packers a lot but they make it seem like he's just throwing to a bunch of trash cans that can't catch but these ratings say different so um yeah that's pretty much it for all these other guys uh well that's that's it for the 99 club as far as the other ratings there's really nothing else to get into I mean I could again I could again to could get I don't know I think I'm messing up that word anyways I think I could get into rookie ratings but who really cares about the rookies honestly well, except for one rookie, I can't really say that. But um, if I say that, then it'll be more per personal if I say the name. So we definitely care about one rookie, but not most of the rookies we don't care about. But, um, okay, so as far as quarterbacks, let me look. The ratings for quarterbacks. How many rookies get drafted into the NFL? It has to be a huge number. Like, uh, like there's so many people that play in the NFL. So the top rated rookie, or not rookies, the top rated QBs is, um, is Lamar Jackson a veteran QB? Is time passed that fast? Am I getting old? <laughs> I remember Lamar Jackson in Louisville, now they're saying he's a veteran QB. Anyways, um, the top QBs, so here we go. You have... It was just showing me top-rated rookie and veteran QBs, which nobody cares. Trevor Lawrence has a 78, which is pretty cool. Uh, Tom Brady's a 97. Aaron Rodgers is a 96, which is pretty. People will say it's disrespectful because Aaron Rodgers did win MVP, but he's lower than Tom Brady, so I don't know. Russell Wilson, uh, 94. He's significantly lower than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, which... Some people will say they're on the same level. Some people would not. I personally don't really think that Aaron Rod or Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady is on the well. I don't think Russell Russell Wilson is on Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady level. Just I just don't think so. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean he's great. Definitely took the league by storm when he was running like a running back, but kind of toned down. Deshaun Watson. I mean as soon as I saw him get spun, spun like a helicopter in the college national football game against with against Alabama and then he just got up like nothing happened and threw a touchdown the next the very next play I was like yeah this man's different so um the whole like QB's situation it seems like it's going to be solid the the rookie situation I don't really I can't really tell how rookie like QBs are gonna do because it really depends on your O line. Like if you're if you're really great and your O line's just trash, like there's so many moving parts in the NFL, which is so, which is why I believe is like one of the best sports just to watch because it's like a gladiator sport. I mean, people literally get brain damage from playing that sport, and people still sign up to play that sport. Like why not just go into the army? Anyways, I guess you make more money in the NFL. Um, <laughs> I guess no, you definitely make more money. But um, the top rookies. Out of the class, um, and I guess from each position, Trevor Lawrence, QB, some of the other guys I don't know. I don't know a lot about the NFL. I just know some things. I like to speak on what I do know because it makes it easier. But uh, 
yeah so that's all i really wanted to talk about with madden 22 just wanted to get into some of the ratings wanted to talk about the the actual perception of some of the teams through the ratings so i feel like the best team on in the nfl would definitely be the buccaneer well no it would have to be kansas city Chiefs. i mean they have two 99 people but um i have to look at actual they're the only showing me ratings for like specific things like qbs or no not qbs but um veteran qbs rookie qbs rookies running backs wide receivers like who really nobody nobody cares so um yeah that's what i have to talk about with madden 22 really just don't uh gave a deep dive into the ratings or a quote-unquote deep dive on the 99 ratings so click my link here in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think about madden 22 and who do you think should come out on top in this year as far as like the super bowl so yeah let me know that and now we're going to switch it up and get into a very different topic that i usually don't cover but this artist is technically in the hip-hop r&b genres kind of maybe i don't know billy eilish i feel like she fits the pot so <laughs> we're gonna talk about billy eilish in her new album called happier than ever don't take it out on me i'm out of sympathy for you maybe you should leave before i get to me didn't change my number I only changed who I believe in You were easy on the eyes, eyes, eyes But loose can be deceiving I got to work, I go to work You don't deserve to feel so hurt You got a lot of nerve I don't deserve So don't take it out on me I'm out of sympathy for you Maybe you should leave Before I get too mean And take it out on you It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect Whether you're a gamer, anime fan, or pop culture aficionado Loot Crate's got you covered Founded in 2012 Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences and digital content, and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. So yeah, getting into Billie Eilish is, is one of those type of artists that really don't know what genre to put her in. It's not really an abundance of whisper artists out there that just like whispering into tracks. So getting into her actual music is kind of hard because it's like when you're listening to it, you can't really like what what do you do when you're listening to Billie Eilish? Like, do you like fold clothes? Do you go on like for a nice stroll? it's definitely like i would it's definitely not party music is it like billy eilish is definitely not party music there's no way there's no way you could be in a party hear billy eilish and be like oh my gosh this is my song and then run to the dance floor like i don't picture that happening ever so with billy eilish i feel like it's very much library music like you know library type beats you know what i mean not beats but vocals I wonder if she's ever done like a, what they call those, the AM, ASMR? Maybe she could be an ASMR artist? I don't even know what I'm saying right now. But Billie Eilish has dropped a new album called Happier Than Ever. So with this album, it's more of like a sophomore debut, I think. Uh, sophomore album, yeah, sophomore album. So 
She's been putting out music since forever. But she just blew up with her first her first single, like viral single single in 2015. And then she dropped her debut album in 2019 when we all fall asleep. So she took time to put out this album, which I'm not mad at. I mean, at least she came back, unlike some artists. But I mean, um, as far as like the the actual the vibes of the track, it's like a it's like she's auditioning to be the soundtrack for every horror movie ever made. Like it's like she makes music with the intention of this is gonna be used in a horror soundtrack. But I think it's great. It's very, it's very much an acquired taste. It's not something you listen to and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest music ever. It's more like, what am I listening to? And then you hear some 808s in the back. Then you hear some drums or a little bit of drums. And then it's just like, okay, well, she has a little bit of rhythm. And the song kind of goes in a certain direction where it's manageable. And then you get into other songs like my favorite track off of the album which i didn't change my number and she's not rapping but the way that she's flowing along the beat is just like i can vibe with that like that's definitely my favorite track off of the whole album now it wouldn't be fair for me to do an album review for like track by track because it's more of like a acquired taste so i really don't know how to describe it honestly like i don't i don't know how to describe this at all all I can say is that Billie Eilish is very much a whisperer artist and that's kind of like weird to say but when you listen to the music you would definitely understand and the way I say whisperer I mean she's literally like with like picture her, like I don't know how to describe it like picture being in a studio and then like instead of rapping like Meek Mill like you're ordering from the back seat at McDonald's it's like the opposite it's like you're Billie Eilish and you're just singing along but very much whispering to the beat like you just it's like like the whole album might as well be just instrumental based and then billy eilish just in the background just whispering just sweet nothings into your ear like it's only fe- i feel like only female artists pull that off like who what male artist do you think could pull that off like drake chris brown maybe like, I feel like it has to be a certain level of attractiveness for a guy to do it. Like, it has to be a heavy amount of attractiveness. Like, girls will have to be like, I want him for him to do an ASMR type album like Billie Eilish does all the time. I would say Chris Brown could do it. Because if you saw, well, no, definitely Usher. If you saw Usher tours back in the day, oh my gosh, you would thought, yeah, Usher. Yeah, yes, sir. He's a, what do they call those? They, they, they say Usher, wild boy. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the actual album, well, getting back into the album. So, she does a lot of electric pop, which I never knew was a thing in the first place. A lot of her tracks have certain messages throughout the album. Like, NDA talks about insecurity and the emotional toll of being famous, which, if I hear another thing about being famous like we we get it like everybody has problems but nobody wants to hear oh my gosh i'm so i don't know i guess with mental health these days it's kind of like you can't ever discredit any type of like you can't ever point out you can't ever just say get over it or get or just be stronger you know what i mean it's just like it's always coddling and oh just give them time you know what i mean so with this it's kind of like it's hard i know g easy did this like every single track he just talked about how hard it was just to be famous like he went outside and got bombarded by paparazzi it's so hard to be famous and then asap rocky don't even get me started with him he go outside and be like oh my gosh i got locked up it's so hard to be famous but i got locked up for being a reporter he ain't say that he ain't say that part he just say he got locked up he ain't talking about him beating up the reporter in a whole nother country with whole different sets of laws and then he got locked like it was different but <laughs> i don't even know how i got on that tangent uh billy eilish <laughs> uh she was really yeah i feel like only females could pull this off because i was listening to it and it was just like I-, I thought it was fine like i thought it was great I'm not saying that i think like billy eilish is fine or anything it's just like i thought the album was fine and i thought the vocals and everything was very soothing and so doesn't billy eilish kind of look like if um 
doesn't Billy Eilish look like if if Scarlett Johansson had like a daughter? Like, isn't it? I don't know. It's kind of when you when you're black, it's kind of like I, I I was watching this on Blackish. It's like they were saying black people it's hard to be racist, but like, is that like trying to say all white people look the same when you think Billy Eilish and Scarlett Johansson Johansson kind of like shares like characteristics? characteristics i'm messing up all type of words but anyways you understand what i'm trying to say back to the actual quality of the music i don't really have anything else to get <laughs> i don't have anything else to get into with this album the biggest thing for me was just pointing out how this is a totally different genre of music that she's making and i like it because it's so different but at the same time like you can vibe to it so it's like nothing like punk heavy metal stuff like that that's very different I can't vibe to it at all. I'm just like, how do y'all call this music? Y'all literally screaming and just recording it and then putting it out. Like, if I blew up as a punk rock artist, I'd be like, man, I made it. Like, people just accepting anything nowadays. But with Billie Eilish, you could tell she takes the time out to, to build up the bridge, to go into the chorus. The verses are definitely have uh, some gravity weight to them. Like, she's not just saying whatever. She's actually saying a message with each and every track on this album but she's whispering so it's kind of like the message may get lost to those who will be like i'm not listening to a a, a female whisper in my ear for for an hour like it, you know so for for some people the takeaway may be like stop whispering like speak up a little bit turn up the eq turn up the gain but for other people like me i feel like she should keep doing her thing because obviously it's working and it's very unique from other artists so that's hard to do nowadays like people like to copy other people's stuff and use it as their own billy eilish literally is doing something that i've never heard before like maybe y'all can educate me uh, send me a a message in one of my one of my social medias but as far as the billy eilish music i've never really heard anything like it and the way that she just like it's literally it's literally like asmr music like it's just it's incredible honestly so yeah uh click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of billy eilish new album called happier than ever and do you think that her style of music will be the pioneer for more whisper asmr type music in the future so now we're going to get into the overview of the pod. We started with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, and we talked about how they're the greatest uh, group ever assembled. No, I'm just joking. But they're the greatest duo in 2021, most definitely. And I think if they put out this album, Silk Sonic will be one of the greatest albums of 2021. And maybe one of the greatest of all time, because I think the music they're putting out is very nostalgia-like. So the longevity and the replay value, I think just skyrockets when you do that especially with the type of samples they're getting cleared oh my gosh then we got to Isaiah Rashad the house is burning I talked about how that album is very mediocre in a sense he's trying to swag rap and be a lyricist at the same time the choruses is a very down uh down um I don't know how to just the the choruses is very much a weakness for him a strong weakness for him like it's a it's very apparent he has trouble making choruses it's 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 obvious it's evident it's everything like it's just listening to the album it's just like wow like you really you really just got to stick to rapping and it's just like he sticks to rapping and verses and he doesn't know whether he wants to be Cravius or Kendrick Lamar and if he is a Kendrick Lamar he's like a great value version which is tough because he's on the same label so yeah that's how I felt about that then we got to Madden NFL 22, talked about the ratings, talked about how people say Aaron Rodgers carries like bums to the Super Bowl, but the only 90, the only overall 99 player on his team is a wide receiver. So um, obviously he has somebody to throw to. So if he doesn't get it done, I mean, people are going to start looking at him. So that's kind of, that's kind of tough. Then we got to Billie Eilish. We ended with Billie Eilish, her latest effort her latest sophomore album called happier than ever i thought that album was very very good like it was very solid not something i would listen to on a daily definitely not something i'll bump while going to the gym or something like that because she's very much whispering it's like a new asmr type genre which is very um unique which is why i really like it but at the same time it's an acquired taste so that's about it for the episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me 
a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. Board dreams from the notorious Mass Effect. Whether you're a gamer, anime fan, or pop culture aficionado, Loot Crate's got you covered. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences and digital content, and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com.